Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. It is all about making a smooth transition, whether you're changing careers, maybe some relationship stuff's going on, or changes within your family, maybe you're physically moving, um, whatever the transition is, this is all about emotionally and as well as energetically, physically, making it a, a smooth transition that you enjoy. So before we dive in, I just first of all want to say thank you so much for tuning in. It seems like every week I get a new message or email from someone I haven't heard of who is listening into the podcast, and I just really appreciate you all reaching out and telling me that you're listening in and that you found value in what you have heard on this show. It means a lot. All of the sharing, you know, people will share on their Instagram story and I get to repost that. When you share, it helps me spread the word. It helps it helps me get it out there that there is a show going on over here. So thank you so much for the shares. Um, also, if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, or review the show if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. If you leave a review and send me a screenshot of the review via email, um, you can find my contact form on my website. My email is also M-E-L-M-O-F, first three letters of my first name and last name, at Outlook.com. Send me a screenshot of that and I will send you a free 20, I think, 7-minute long, 27-minute long guided meditation that you can use. So yeah, the reviews, the subscriptions, the rates, all of that also super helps this podcast grow, which helps me to keep it going if you find value in this show. I also want to give you all a few reminders before we dive into the content for this week. First of all, I have a free guide out. It is a PDF that also has a guided meditation. It is all about shifting your mindset to embrace your worthiness. It is nine mindset shifts with reading prompts, journaling exercises, affirmations, as well as a guided meditation for each of the mindset shifts. Hundreds of people have been downloading it so far, so there is a link down below in the show notes. You can also go to melissamoffitt.com slash worthy mindset. You just enter in your email and it comes straight into your inbox and you can start the journaling, start the reading, start the shifting right away. I also want to remind you all that I have a retreat coming up. We have a few more spots still available for Iceland from October 10th through the 15th. We are going to be doing a lot of hiking, a lot of beautiful nature seeing, but also a lot of diving in deep with ourselves. My friend Michaela Millington, who is a Vancouver-based yoga teacher, is co-leading the retreat. She will be teaching yoga classes every day. I will be leading meditation, journaling, personal development. We'll be doing sharing circles. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you've seen how beautiful Iceland is, I'm sure. There's a great community of people coming. So feel free to reach out. Send me an email if you're interested. There's also a link down below in the show notes to learn more about the retreat and how you can sign up. So feel free to reach out. Let's get you on the trip. And I'll see you in Iceland. It's going to be so much fun. So let's dive into today's episode. This episode is all about how to make a smooth transition in life. So it seems kind of like we're always making a transition in one way or another. It's just that sometimes big transitions are happening. So I just went through a big transition with moving to Boulder, Colorado from Tennessee. I had another big transition a year ago from changing from working as an engineer to being full-time mindset meditation teacher and small transitions throughout, you know, relationship transitions. So I've had a lot of practice with how to go through big transitions without freaking losing your mind. Because <laughs> it seems like whenever we have a big change, that can just lead to a lot of overwhelm, right? Like a lot of uh, the fears come up, we feel busy, we question ourselves. But really, if we kind of do some simple, simple things, we can stay grounded and we can not get into this place where we're like not even enjoying our lives anymore because we're just caught up in how quickly things are changing. So I'm going to dive into those now. The first one is about letting go and forgiveness. This is something that I talk about all the time. You have to let go and you have to forgive. So when you're going through a transition, you're facing the unknown. You're facing a new part of your life that you have never experienced before. And sometimes that can be scary when we don't know what's on the other side of the transition. So like if it's a career, it might be like, am I going to be able to support myself? Am I going to be able to make enough money? If it's a move. It might be like, am I actually going to enjoy living in this place? Or is this going to be the wrong decision for me? If it's a relationship, it can be like, am I going to just end up breaking up? Am I going to end up getting a divorce? Those are the fears that can come up. But if we work on letting them go. So the first step of letting them go is to bring your awareness to them to realize that it's okay to have fears. It's okay to have doubts. They aren't necessarily an indicator of reality. So making maybe a connection of where the fears are coming from. Maybe you made a move before and you didn't like where you ended up. Or you had a bad experience in that town. So maybe that's what's influencing your fear now. That doesn't necessarily mean that what has happened in the past will happen in the future, though. And sometimes even feeling like it's going to happen again influences our decisions in a way to make it happen again. I'll give you an example. So in a past relationship... I was always afraid of us breaking up, even though things were fine and great. And because of that fear, 
And that fear was related to, okay, I've had breakups in the past. My parents were divorced, so I was fearful of breaking up. So because of that fear, it made me want to be clingier than I needed to be, which tended to push the other person away, right? So in a way, I manifested that breakup by clinging to my fear instead of just relaxing and saying, okay, this is going to work out or it's not. I don't need to try to control it. Whatever's for the best will come. And it turns out I'm glad that that happened. It's not a big deal. I've learned. And yeah, since since moved on, it's all fine. So we have to work on identifying our fears, working with our fears, understanding our fears so that they are not controlling us. We also have to work on forgiveness. It's the same concept. If you're holding on to grudges or anger, if it's for someone else or for yourself, a lot of times we've made mistakes and we can be mad at ourselves for it. And that's also going to influence our decisions. We may think we don't deserve something because we did something unkind in the past. But really, if we are keeping ourselves small due to a feeling of not deserving because we might be holding on to anger for ourselves. We are not only doing ourselves a disservice, but we're doing others a disservice. Because the more you can live in your truth, the more you can be grounded in who you are and embrace who you are and what your gifts are, the more you can share that with the world, the more you can empower others to do the same, the more fulfilled you feel. So we have to go through and recognize that we are enough just as we are, even through our mistakes, even through the hard lessons. And we have to realize, too, that we have to give others a little grace. We have to give ourselves grace. We have to give others a little grace. And that doesn't mean, one thing to clarify about forgiveness again and again, it doesn't mean that if others have hurt us in any way, that we were not a victim, that we were not, that it wasn't wrong of them. It it, it was wrong of them. But forgiveness doesn't mean putting your boundaries down. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean welcoming that person back into your life. It means letting go of the anger, which is for you. It's not for them. It's for you. So that you can use that energy that you've then cleared up, that used to be held captive in anger, to think now, okay, how can I love better? How can I love myself better? How can I love others better? How can I use this energy for good in the world? How can I make my dreams come true? And... There's a few practices to do that. I actually did a post on Instagram about this the other day. If you're listening in real time, one of them is to just all the fears, journal, journal about them, all the fears, all the forgiveness work, journal about it, write them all down. I always say out of your head on the paper. It just feels better to get it out, out into the open where you can be aware of it and then you can move into acceptance. Another practice that I think is really, really great is tapping. It's, you can look it up. It's something that I teach in Worthy. You basically just tap on parts of your body. <laughs> and it sounds a little like, oh, what is this? But it works. It's powerful. And you can talk about your fears. You talk out loud. And you practice despite having these fears, despite having these mistakes. I love and accept myself completely. And it really shifts your energy from feeling fearful and scared and angry into feeling a lot more at peace. Um, it's kind of like acupuncture, the way it works. So 
I also have a podcast episode that I will link down below that is all about letting go, how to let go. So that is down below in the show notes if you want to listen to that episode. I believe it's episode 20. Moving on to the next way to make a transition smooth is to build an emotional foundation. So through life, okay, my philosophy is like, life is like building a house. The letting go and the forgiveness is the space. You're making space. Next, we move into building a foundation. You have to have this solid connection to yourself, this solid sense of self, this solid sense of who am I in the world. It's like resiliency. So that when challenges come up, you won't be shaken. So that you can build on top of this foundation with your career, with your move, with your relationships, with whatever it is that that you're wanting to create in your life, the things that bring you joy, the fun things, the things that make you fulfilled. If your foundation is strong, you can build and you can keep going up. But if it is not strong, when an earthquake comes, when something bad happens, you're going to be split apart and torn and you won't be able to function. And we have to have this resiliency to keep going, to pop back up, to learn from the challenges, to say, okay, that experience shook me. Um... I definitely needed some time to recover. And now how can I use this to improve my life by learning or improve the lives of others by sharing and using the newfound sense of empathy that I have gained through this experience? So that foundation is a sense of enoughness. So knowing that you're going to have hard times, knowing that you're going to be challenged, that you're not always going to feel your best, and that's okay. Making friends with that part of yourself that is tender and that is sensitive and that needs a day on the couch, (laughs) that needs to cry sometimes. I'm telling you, if you make friends with that part of yourself that feels the hard stuff too, the the feelings that are so good and beautiful will come more easily to you. You can accept the feelings that are hard and move through them with more grace and with more gentleness, and with more compassion for yourself, which helps you to get to the good shit. That foundation is also gratitude. It is a knowing that there's so much good in your life. There's so much good in your life. Simple, 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 simple things. Your relationships, a flower, the sky, your food, It's seeing how beautiful your life already is and that you can build on it from there. You don't always want to be in this place where you're just looking for the next thing. You're looking for the next option. You're always ready for more. You want to love where you are now, but also be excited about the possibilities of the future. And to love where you are now, it's just a simple practice of gratitude. I'm telling you... (laughs) This is proven scientifically. Science, y'all, this is science. If you write down five things a day, two, three, four, I don't care, 20, just some stuff every day, just write it down that you're grateful for or say it out loud. It does big things in your brain. All those good chemicals start 
secreting out of your brain. I actually don't know if that's how I, I don't know about brain chemistry, you all, but I, I have read some studies and stuff, but I, I don't know if things actually secrete in your brain. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to move on because this is just starting to sound gross. So if you practice gratitude, you will start to see life in a different way. You will start to see your current life in a different way without having to make any changes at all. You'll just appreciate things more and it feels good to appreciate. So do that. Practice that. The next emotional foundation aspect is being open. Receptivity. You need support. You need support. You know? How much easier is it going to be to grow if you have help? Or if you, if someone compliments you and you actually allow yourself to take it in. Or if there is an opportunity in front of your face and you have the clarity and you have the awareness, you're not distracted, so you see the opportunity. It might be big, it might be small. It's also letting yourself follow your curiosities, your ideas, your little pings of inspiration that is your intuition calling to you, that is your purpose and your passions and your your life, your future is calling to you. It's giving you ideas. You have to follow those ideas. You have to create space for yourself to hear them and allow yourself to go with them. Allow yourself to change. Allow yourself to be who you truly are. Be open to yourself. Be open to others. Be open to the support that the world is trying to give you. Okay, moving on. The next way to go through a transition in a strong and powerful way is to train your focus. Focus, y'all. Focus. Focus. You got to know what it is you're going for. Remind yourself every day. I write down my short-term goals every single day. Every day. Because it reminds me, how do I want to spend my time today? What's going to get me to this place? Okay, if, I'm, if I write down, I always journal, okay? If I write down two things, it's going to be my short-term goals and it's going to be gratitude. Because I want to love my life right now and I also want to be excited about where I'm going and show up fully and make it happen. And then if I'm feeling iffy, weird, I write down my fears. But anyway... Get clear on what you want. Allow yourself to dream. You don't have to play small. You don't have to do it. There's others out there not doing it. What would be a beautiful life for you? Let yourself go for that beautiful life. Start small. Take a baby step. That's all you got to do. Just get the ball rolling and the momentum will catch up. And next thing you know, you will be flying on this joy ride, okay? And you'll be amazed at how much you can do in a short period of time. And you also have to understand why it is that you want what you do. Are you wanting something that's really in your heart? Or are you just wanting something so you can impress others? You're, the things that you truly want and the things that will feel the best when you get there and the things that will come naturally for you are things that you truly, truly, truly love. And that looks different for everyone. These things are going to be based in love. They're going to be based in joy. They're going to be based in excitement and a feeling of community and a feeling of sharing and a feeling of openness and and 
fun. They're going to feel good. They're not going to feel like unnatural to you. So really connect on what you want. So for instance, when I was getting ready to move to Boulder, and it was hard to find a place to live, and I started to question, is this really going to happen for me? But I had my why. And my why that I wanted to move here, I feel so good when I'm here. (laughs) I love the mountains. I love hiking. I love never having to be in my car because I just bike everywhere. I love walking across the street to go to the grocery store. I love the farmer's market. I love the community. I love going to the coffee shops and talking to people and going to yoga classes and meeting friends. And I I knew spiritually, emotionally, it was going to be great for me to be here. I could just feel that in my heart. And I knew that business-wise it was going to be good here. I knew that I could meet other entrepreneurs who were interested and had an understanding of what it is I'm trying to do in the world. So that was my why for moving here and having that connection to the why. Whenever I was challenged and I couldn't find a place to live, I kept going. I kept showing up. I kept looking. And you know what? The place came. It came. And I'm here now. And I'm recording this in my bathroom. (laughs) Okay, anyway. You also want to let yourself think and speak in a way that's going to be supportive. So, one example of this is saying, you know, when I was thinking about moving to Boulder, I could say, I'm trying to move to Boulder. I'm thinking about moving to Boulder. I might move to Boulder. Or you can say, I'm moving to Boulder. I haven't found a place yet, but it's going to come. And I'm going to move to Boulder, Colorado. That's going to be my home. That conviction just gets you going and makes you show up. Also, another example of this would be to speak about yourself in a way that's small versus speaking about a way speaking about yourself in a way that is empowering. So, an example of this would be when I first changed jobs and I was trying to build a career for myself doing something I love, such as what I do now, teaching online courses, I freaking love it. Like, I love my job, (laughs) y'all. I made this job. I just made this shit up, and I love it. I love it. Um, But when I first changed, I had some ideas about what I wanted to do, but there was a lot of fear still. When people asked me what I do, I would say, oh, well, I was an engineer, but I'm trying to do this now, and it's kind of like this, and, you know, these are my ideas, which was okay for the time being. Like, I'm not mad at myself for doing that. But I noticed that that people responded to me mirroring back how I felt by saying, oh, yeah, I mean, you can always go back if you want, or you can find something else, or, like, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Whereas over time, as my confidence grew, I started speaking about myself in a different way. And saying, I teach mindfulness, I teach meditation, I teach mindset. I have online courses. Here's the outline of my of my course. People come through my course and they feel empowered. And they do the things that they want to do in life. And they learn to really love themselves and to show up fully in the world. And that's what I do for a living full time. And it's going great. I have a podcast. I have an Instagram. 
I make a lot of content. I get a lot of really great feedback, and I feel like I'm making a change in the world, and it feels really good. And the reaction, I'm telling you, (laughs) it's quite a bit different. It's quite a bit different. People kind of gravitate towards it more, and they they want to know more about it. How did this happen? What, what is it that you do? Some people are like, how can I work with you? Um, how can I come to an event or a retreat? Or how can I take your online course? It's just, it, it's making what I want come for me. Because I believe in it. And if I'm speaking it out loud, it's just going to happen even more. And along the line of focus, too, if you're doing all these things, if you're thinking about it, if you're talking about it, if you're writing it all down, you're going to be preparing more for whatever transition is happening. You're going to be prepping. You're going to be putting the ducks in a row so that when the time comes, you'll be ready. I noticed that I felt resistance to moving, right? I felt scared. But I also noticed, too, that I wasn't doing shit about it. Well, I was, I was looking up stuff. I was looking up places, but I wasn't looking at all the options. I wasn't showing up consistently. I wasn't starting to pack or go through my things so that I'd be ready when the time came. But as soon as I started actually making the motions to make it happen, then the move came. Then the move came. The same thing with quitting my job. I started making, preparing. I started playing with ideas about what I was going to do. Before I quit my job, for sure. For sure. And it made the transition so much smoother. And then, the last thing I want to talk about, if you're having a transition, is to make sure you're enjoying yourself. Have a little fun. Take some time off. You don't always have to be packing your stuff. You don't always have to be out there looking for love. You don't always have to be focused on your kids. Get a babysitter. You don't always have to be doing whatever the transition is because transitions are busy and they take up a lot of our time and we lay in bed thinking about them. We're like, how is this going to work? Go have fun. Watch a movie. Go to a yoga class or whatever kind of exercise you like to do. Take a hike. Go for a swim. It's summertime. It's August, y'all. It's hot here. Do some fun stuff. Give yourself a break. Make something. I don't know. Sing a song. Make some food. Give yourself some break. Give yourself some downtime. All right, that's it for today. So all of these things, the focus, the emotional foundation, the letting go, making that space. These are all things I teach in Worthy, which Worthy Enrollment is now open for enrollment. It's open for, if you're listening in real time, three weeks from today. Mm -hmm. Three weeks from today. So It's a two-month-long program. Starts August 26th. This is the last time I am teaching this program for six months. Mm -hmm. Six months. So if you want to sign up, I'm going to play a clip really quickly from a previous student. So you all can listen to that. Hear what it's all about. Hear what it has the potential to do in your life. So listen into this clip. And then... I'll tell you a little more. I've learned that it's so essential to like see your fears, but still, no matter what they say, listen to your heart and what it says and go through with it. The fears will always be there, but 
what changed is my approach to them and the knowledge that I will grow once I face them and I will <laughs> I will get so much abundance uh, when I jump and when I take the leave and um, so I was uh, I, I really love singing and I really love music and what has always been holding me back is this limiting belief that I am not worthy of like realizing the dream of becoming a singer or musician um, and actually earning my money with that and also that I'm not good enough and that there are so many people out there who are like better than me or more equipped to do this and that I'm oldish and but what what the heck no no I'm not and I know now that because it makes me so happy it's something I should pursue because it's it's happy people that make the world better that make the world lighter and it doesn't matter what other people have or do or what uh, like the level of their qualifications or what they say um, it just matters what, what I think and um, how much I trust in myself because if I trust in myself well who cares what other people think or who cares if they if they trust in me um, because I am there and I know that my truth is that I can trust myself that I am good enough and that I can pursue music and funnily enough um, I got accepted I got an unconditional offer from one of the universities I applied to without even going to an audition and that's like something that usually never exists when you want to study music you always have to have an audition um, but I didn't and I still got an unconditional offer and it was the day or the day before that I wrote to a friend that even though I didn't apply to many universities, only four, I still 100% believed in myself and in life that somehow it will work out. It will work out. And it did. And that is one of the awesome things that happened to me because I took worthy, because I jumped and because I have more trust in myself now and because I believe that I have the power to change and change my life with that. I took Melissa Moffitt's first class of Worthy in March of 2019. I found her on Instagram probably through another yoga account um, I'm sure it's her combination of beautiful photos and captions that originally inspired me. Her work uh, continued to inspire me and I continued to felt drawn to the work that she was doing, her meditation guides. But as soon as she mentioned the class worthy, I was drawn to it. I knew 
I knew that that was a huge part of what I was still lacking, why I struggled so much in my career and my personal development, because I still struggled with feeling worthy and I wasn't really sure where it came from and I was hard on myself for a long time and I knew immediately I wanted to take Melissa's class but it took me a little while to um, to feel worthy of the monetary investment in the course she put out a free meditation and after that meditation I went and bought the class I just had no doubt in my mind that it was meant for me. Her classes are designed so that you can go at your own pace and log in and do the work when you're able. So um, admittedly, I, I didn't do the work every day. But I would like to share my experience um, on something specific that happened to me in the course. So she gives you the tools that are necessary to do the work for yourself. But she also gives you an opportunity to speak to her. And that hour conversation changed my life. I don't think I truly realized how much I limited myself with how I spoke about my life before that conversation with Melissa. She pointed it out quickly and she told me, you know, she gave me some advice to stop speaking best case scenario or in an ideal world or if I could, but instead get specific. So, specifically, I started yoga about a year and a half ago. I always knew that I wanted to teach it. Like, day one, when I was a student, I, I'm going to be a teacher one day. The biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing that has set my soul on fire in the last decade is yoga. And yet, I limited myself. I... I didn't even think about getting certified to teach yoga because I assumed my work wouldn't support me. I assumed I needed to be better at my current job to even feel worthy of asking them for the time off. So Melissa challenged me in this hour conversation this came up and she said, I just want you to start taking the steps, you know, find a program make it real, figure out when you would need the time off, ask if you, they would support you. And I'm sitting here with my mouth open because I can't even believe that that was a conversation because today I'm sitting here after just purchasing my plane ticket to go to Bali for a month get certified to be a yoga teacher and when I asked my work it was like yes we support you and I even had a manager that came forward and offered to pay for my plane ticket 
It's like 85 degrees in Maine right now and I'm getting goosebumps and tears in my eyes because without Melissa's encouragement, I'm not sure how much longer it would have taken me to get here. But in January, like in six, seven short months, I'm going to be flying to Bali, Indonesia for a 26 day intensive for a 200 hour certification in vinyasa yoga. And I'm going to arrive three days early so I can just settle and relax from jet lag. So, so grateful, so blessed. And of course, no, it's not all because of Melissa, but a huge, huge part is because of her. She pushed me, she encouraged me, she gives you the tools to go after what you want. Stop waiting, you are worth it. You are worth investing in this class to have a lifetime worth of happiness and joy. Choose you always, every time. I love you so much, Melissa. Thank you so much. Okay, that is some talk from two previous worthy students. If this sounds like something that is calling you, if it is calling you, now is the time. Sign up for a phone call. We will chat about the course. We will get you into it if it is your moment to step into your power and create the life of your dreams on that solid base that is your emotional foundation, right? Let's do it. You're freaking powerful, y'all. You are amazing. It is all inside of you waiting to be unfolded and dug into. So let's, let's do some digging. Okay. Anyway, that's it for today. The link to sign up for a phone call and to learn more is down below in the show notes. It's also at melissamoffitt.com. That's my name in a website slash worthy W O R T H Y. You can find all the info there. Okay. Lots of love. I hope you have a great day and bye.